Good evening, dandies. Welcome to Undetermined, the podcast. I can go to Wired too. I'm running these AirPods. Uh, is it sound like I'm I'm on the um I'm on the mic I use for movie night extravaganza, uh, which is fine. The big nice broadcast mic is downstairs, but that's a less comfortable seat, which is the lamest reason to go for lesser <laughs> audio. But <laughs> fuck it, it's not my show. <laughs> if, it's, if it's not my show, I'm gonna be in a comfortable seat. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. If that sounds all right, this is good by me. Uh, yeah, that's good. I mean, is does it sound goofy or weird or is it too loud? No, no it sounds. You sound about the way you normally do when you're mm-hmm. on. Well, there's a couple that haven't been so hot, so I don't know if that's a, <laughs> if it's a compliment <laughs> or not. I mean, it should it should sound good. No, it sounds fine. Okay, all right. Well, if you guys say this is your show, <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Yeah, yeah we'll fix it. <laughs> Well, did you did you catch that in Action Chief? That was actually part of why that was in my head. Was... <laughs> yeah, so far so good. We'll fix it <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> and I almost wondered, like, that was something I was going to ask about. Even was just like, was that just like improvised song? We'll figure it out later. We're just sounding good for now. It almost felt like that. That has to be a Joe question because, like, he mm. th- that was like this one of my stated goals for Action Chief. Uh, which was that I just want to shred. I don't want to worry about lyrics. I don't want to doing vocals. I just want to play guitar. Right. And like, I can kind of lead the band and arrange that way and all that good stuff. But I don't want to have to worry about any of that. Yeah. And, uh, and, but Joe's really good at coming up with that kind of stuff, but it isn't, we have a very different writing process. So I just sort of stayed in my lane for the most part, but some of the stuff he came mm-hmm. up with is really good. And, and it's like, Oh, that's very clever. <laughs> Super. Yeah. I mean, he's a great, he's yeah. a great lyricist. That's not surprising. Did you find that like, more relaxing for you or was it just like uh, did your control freak inner control freak like kick in or well i mean relaxing may not be the right term but uh it's <laughs> yeah. it, it achieved the goal for me of i've never done that in any band i've ever been in. i've never been just our player yeah. right? and so i was able to mm-hmm. f- focus on coming up with like cool hooks and you know arrangement ideas and stuff and like really really focus on that and that achieved that stated goal for sure you know, there's certainly, you know, when, when, when my advice was asked for, he, you know, Joe would be like, hey, what do you think about that? I'm like, oh, you know, I think that's good. Or I think that, you know, needs work or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, you know, it's like he, he's a guy that's, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Joe's stuff. No, not, not until now. Yeah. He was a mangle check engine with the Sweep the Lake Johnny guys. Okay. Uh, if you know them, he was in a band mm-hmm. called Emily way back when the 90s. But he's... Uh, there's a band called Work that technically they didn't break up, but the drummer moved to Texas, which for mm. normal bands usually means, you know, mm-hmm. that's it's not, not really going to be a band anymore. Technically, they didn't break up, but like, yeah, right. Uh, right. but they were like, I, I felt like the best band in Milwaukee, frankly. And then he mm. plays in Resurrectionists now who are great. It's sort of like Amer- <laughs> if Americana had like doom moments, it's probably the best way I could put it. Like beyond just like the subject matter, huh. but just like, I mean, you play some death banjo. Like it's pretty interesting. Uh, it's interesting enough that I'm putting the record out for him. Yeah. So uh, obviously I like it, uh, but he he's just like, whatever he does, it's not always the same kind of thing. It's always super, super cool. But the funny thing about Action Chief <laughs> is 
it's been around for a while. <laughs> it's it's just that like we only finally got around to it uh, because every time like we would get like a lineup together and be like, hey, yeah, this sounds good. OK, maybe we should go like play a show or something. And then something would fall apart. Somebody would ditch out, whatever. Yeah. Pandemic show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that, too. Well, that actually helped make it happen because then we were like, oh, well, <laughs> right. hey, I like these songs. You like these songs? It still is. It was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's a shame that. We never got together. Why don't we just have Tony play, who's basically my shared brain, and JB, who plays very often in Secret Friends. And, and like, we know those guys are killer musicians. Mm-hmm. We know we can, like, knock it out pretty quickly. So that became this iteration of Action Chief. And then we went and recorded with Mike Lust from uh, Luster King and uh, Tight Phantoms uh, and all that. And uh, yeah, it turned out pretty good. It did. And it's funny because, like, I originally, my original conceit of this for, for this band was mm-hmm. to have a band that just played live and like didn't get around to recording until like whatever way down the line mm-hmm. because secret friends would always get asked to do shows and the logistics sometimes would be like a pain in the ass be like right. really you know it's like hey i like you guys but you know i don't know if orchestrating this on a tuesday is really our thing uh, <laughs> whereas like you know but we definitely you know we make lots of records go on tour do all that stuff mm-hmm. uh, and then it's hilarious because it's just sort of that is not the case at all like and we've played three shows now, two of which were opening for Kona Neutron and the Secret Friends, and the other one was Caterwall. Mm. <laughs> nice. And none of them are in Milwaukee. Not a single one. It's two Madisons and one Minneapolis. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you can't you can't argue with the results. I think it's a neat record. Oh, I love it. You know, it's been it it's been cool exercising those muscle groups. Like like when I we very like the second practice ever. Mm-hmm. I guess I was making like a weird face or something. And Joe's like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm just I'm just remembering what it's like to work collaboratively again. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that isn't how like Secret Friends is at all. I mean, obviously, their, their arrangements uh, and recordings are. But like the idea of just like, oh, no, you have to listen differently. And, <laughs> you know, there's this like process of weeding out to, to quote Black Flag. And uh, yeah. So it, yeah. it's, it's a way different type of process, which results in a way different kind of band. It's definitely different. I have no idea. I was like, it was like, is this for anybody other than us? I have no clue. <laughs> no. Yeah, it absolutely is. I, I dug it. And I mean, the biggest thing that I uh, liked about it in, in listening to the album this week was like, oh, that's what like a lot of post-punk bands are trying to do. Mm. And they just suck. And I, <laughs> and i'm like you know it's like i don't have it was refreshing to know that i don't have like old ears you know and i'm just not like that old curmudgeon who like you know hates everything new and it's like no it's like this is what they're trying to do and they're just not doing it very well and uh you guys are and uh i thought yeah that's exactly what they should try for yeah so yeah i really dug it man i'm I'm digging it a lot that's awesome thanks man i Mm -hmm. appreciate that yeah, and it sounds like it's a bunch of guys that have been doing it for a while, and that's probably yeah. got something to do with that. I mean, I, I thought of figuring out, like, how many records have been recorded between all of the different members or something and putting it up, mm-hmm. but I just didn't. I was like, ah, I don't even care about that. <laughs> and I did that for Household Gods. It was an astonishing number, just, but that was mostly because of Paho. But, like, yeah. I was like, you know what? But the thing with Action Chief was we were just kind of letting it, be its own deal like it's it's barely we barely acknowledge like the people that are in it which we do because it actually irritates me when people don't have like you go to the band camp where's this band from who's in this oh right i don't know either of those pieces of information that makes me crazy right 
So it, it we definitely mention who's on and who does what, but you know, we just it's, it's we're not trying to present too much information with it. it's action shape. You know, it's bizarre, it's crazy, it's unique, it's different. Where are the name? Oh, what's I? Go ahead. <laughs> we were at <laughs> Joe and I were at Cactus Club in Milwaukee, and this is before because he plays in a live version of Conan Neutron the Secret Friends quite a bit, hmm. but at the time he didn't. But he was just a guy I knew. He's just a guy like, you know, like whatever. We're fellow fellow smart asses and people doing rock and roll. Uh, I, I wouldn't say an advanced age, but, you know, that aren't, aren't youngsters either. Right. I, and he was he was like, you and I should start a band. I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, well, I got two rules. I'm just going to shred and you have to sing. <laughs> and that's in uh WWCND, which I think is doubly hilarious too. Like yeah. it kind of it kind of homages that that conversation in its in its way. But I, I was I was deadly serious. I'm like, yo, I've never and I've never done that before. That's why. I've always I've there's been bands I've started off doing that, and then it's just like, well, somebody's gotta do this. Mm-hmm. Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> and, even, right. and even with household gods, I told all those guys I was I was <sighs> like, hey, can I just I just I don't want to do any of the vocals. And then right. I ended up doing like almost all the vocals, right? But yeah. of course, that was marred by tragedy. So that's like whatever, right? Yeah, right. It wasn't like a wasn't like a Billy Corgan syndrome where, like, you know, yeah. you heard everybody else's work and decided to flush it and do your own, <laughs> like Zwan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For those that missed the uh, nuance of that, well, and then like you know, and, and then the people like, oh, this. Like a, this, this guy just wanted to sing over with all these people that I like, and what people think the most uncharitable things possible. It's like, no, oh, of course, literally was the opposite of that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I just want to like kind of like, you know, write some cool guitar stuff and create something cool and unique. And but anyway, whatever. That's neither here nor there. But that, I mean, that's kind of like the same deal here, though. Is is just like I just want to like make something cool. That's it. And like no. Yeah, you know, like whatever. Although Joe was joking, like, wouldn't it be hilarious if Action Chief was the thing that like broke big that all of us have done over the years? <laughs> you never yeah. know, though. You really you don't. don't. Yeah. I dig it. It's a bit of a casino that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's good. It's it's just it's. But it's also for me. I mean, we feel it's good anyway. But but for me, it's also like it doesn't just do one thing. And I think that it seems like it has. That has to be like a prerequisite. Some th- these days, I guess. I don't know um, for what for a hit record, or or just like to fucking win the lottery of people's attention. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know because there's two like it's like three kind of kind of quick rockers mm-hmm. and two like Joycey and epics, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I love them. Like I mean, to me, a sharper future is like I said, it's like stripper tempo until it yeah. isn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But it did feel like a little, almost like, a, and I mean, this is a compliment. I think you'll take it as such, but like lo- almost a little patnish. Oh, sure. Like Mike yeah, Patton, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just that vibe that you don't know where it's going to quite yeah. go, but it's going to be something weird. The king of the unexpected. You know, or, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like <laughs> there's definitely moments that are just sheer brattiness in terms of arrangement. I mean, like, look, if you look at White Knuckle Incompetence, there's. There's like uh, movements to that song, you know, like yeah. it's like there's a whole album's mm-hmm. worth of ideas in one song. And we're like, nope, nope, that's one song. And it's going to be like, almost <laughs> All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have broken down into an LP, I suppose. 
I mean, we consider it an LP, but I guess since it's under 32 minutes, it's an EP. Oh, really? Is that the rule? Mm-hmm. Apparently, because I was I was really upset that I think it was like Spotify or something. It was like just those solos EP. I'm like, EP, fuck off. Make you just want to hum for like three minutes. Right, right. Just throw in some feedback (laughs) at the end of a song. It wasn't indulgent enough as it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It has a big old EP above just the solos. I'm like, EP. hmm." Mm. So we consider it an album. Yeah, it sounds like an album. It feels like an album. Yeah, it's like, what are you going to do? It's like, what do you throw on like a, yeah, throw on some nonsense at the end? There's already enough nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> More than enough nonsense. I mean, we have, like, if we no, go by song great. titles, we have we have enough song titles for like five Action Chief records. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, I Yeah, I really like the, the title too, uh, I Don't Need You. <laughs> oh yeah, and, to show me how to fuck this up. It's like that is perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's I almost thought, yeah, I, I thought that would be a great podcast title <laughs> like name. Yeah. I don't need your help with I'm perfectly <laughs> capable of screwing it up on my own. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh every, I'd say like every one of the songs there's been some degree of delight or conversation that has uh, come from that or some, some circumstance. I'm trying to remember, like, well, my, white knuckle incompetence came from me. I'm trying to remember where I, I, I just was, you know, ranting about something and just mm-hmm. talking about like the, the gross ineptitude of I don't know, whoever it was. of just, and it was like, yeah, they're just, just sitting there, this <laughs> sitting there, this steering wheel full of white knuckle incompetence and everyone started losing their shit <laughs> and that ended up being uh and then a sharper future i think I, I think i saw that in an ad or something like a billboard or something i can't remember mm-hmm. it was like sharper future what does that mean it was like a knife store or something i don't know <laughs> and uh envy's all the rage is all joe i don't know where he got that from but i was like that's good that's good uh wwc and d is another joe one it's it's open, it's open to interpretation what the CN and and that is depending on the the mood, right? Uh, but, I made one connection. Yeah, I, yeah. As I say, you may know one of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's supposed to be open to interpretation. Yeah. Uh, but we we have like, we have so many song titles; it's absurd. Some of them may become songs because it's sort of like one of those things where it's like, well, the idea was we was to track this like. Um, <sighs> It was right around Riot Fest last year. I remember Riot Fest was going on the week weekend we were tracking. Mm. And mm. Uh, so when, whenever that happens, like September or August or something. So it's been almost a year. And there was sort of, we weren't really sure at the time. Like, I think we'd done like three Secret Friend shows. We played like the State Fair. We played this brewery thing and hmm. whatever. But it was sort of like trying to figure out like, well, what's this going to look like? You know? How does everything? Feel? It wasn't until we like basically secret friends. I'm talking about. I, I just shift, shifted over to the other band. It wasn't until uh, mm. we got asked by our friends from Oakland, where I'm from, Glowing Brain, to play the show. We're like, well, yeah, yeah, maybe we'll book something else as well. And then we played a few shows with Long and kind of gradually got back into like, well, things are permanently changed now, and this is either important to you or it isn't. And if it isn't important to you, I'd fully get why bands are gonna stay back and not do it right but if it's important to you then you just have to figure out a way to make it work 
Uh, and you have to feel like what you're comfortable with, because it's very clear that culturally we've decided that, oh, COVID's over. Which right. it, it doesn't matter if, mm. if you uh, if you three, if you two guys and I feel that way or not, doesn't matter. Right. If the listeners of this podcast feel that way, doesn't matter. The right. some aggregate total of, of the United States of America has decided that, which right. is absurd. Because right. it isn't right, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what the the cumulative cultural decision is, including yeah. the CDC's stated doctrine right. of live, laugh, love. Right. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, we're done with it. You know. Right. Yeah. There, there is like oh, that's that's not a thing anymore. And even though it, so it's like all right, well then how important is it to you? Right. And and for someone like me, it's like well, it's I wouldn't necessarily say it's my raison d'etre, but it's a huge part of my life, and it's something that I'm going to continue to do until I can't do it anymore. Right. And so then there's been this slow gradated process of we did those dates with lung. We did those dates with service who were incredible. Mm -hmm. And we have stuff coming up in September. uh, I guess. I don't know when you guys are planning and releasing this. I don't know if I should say anything about it, but yeah, but we have something coming up in uh, September, which is pretty cool. And it's just kind of gradually, but like, you know, longer and longer and, and that's it. But like the, during that time period where nothing was happening, I was like, wow, it would be cool if Action Chief got to live. <laughs> and just we could like yeah. fly it up the flag and see if anyone salutes, you know, and and, and uh, just, just put out this like cool thing that basically no human being was expecting unless they had played in the band. They'd be like, what? What is this? No, it's totally cool. And I'm glad you did it. And I hope there's more of it. And by the way, welcome to the podcast, Conan Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the podcast that's all the time we got folks yeah <laughs> <laughs> well we got it in in the first 20 minutes this yeah, time yeah, yeah. i think that's pretty <laughs> good say, that, that's actually pretty good i think there's one of them where it was like i think the last mark. time it was the yeah. uh, it was the end of the episode before we introduced yeah, yeah, yeah. you well, so. you know me to start talking whether there's yeah. a microphone or not <laughs> so you got a new project going on <laughs> Tells all about it. Yeah, just, just stick that at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Act like I was prompted. <laughs> Said it. Just sit back, take a nap when I finish talking. But, oh, yeah. So then they gave you an idea for the name. You know? Oh, yeah. I think you asked about it. I just thought it was a cool sounding name. Uh, it is. It is I, like, a cool sounding name. I, I wrote it down like years ago. I was like, Action Chief. Because I was trying to, mm. trying to think of like cool sounding words. And I was like, yeah. Oh, action like i mean beast fortress or things like you know <laughs> where it's yeah. like oh that sounds cool you know all right right on uh do what i didn't do with Kona neutron the secret friends don't make a sentence long band name that nobody wants to spell out mm, yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah it'll be a lot easier on uh you know billboards and shit like that <laughs> yeah although all the action chief billboards <laughs> on the way exactly yeah uh, it's we did it for the billboard makers really <laughs> right <laughs> We always Plus, we always keep them close to our heart and their needs. Right. <laughs> Plus when someone's at the record store. Right. A. A. Right? You're right yeah. there. Oh, you know, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking A, right. Yeah. Exactly. Not just A, but A C. It's like there's Ooh. ABBA and yeah. screw everyone else. Right. You're right there. Right. At the beginning of the phone book. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's I don't think I've ever had let's see, let's see. R replicator, no. Mm. Uh, Mountain vicious, middle of the alphabet. Victory and Associates, forget about it. That's the end. Coming <laughs> on the secret friends, not bad. You're getting close, but it depends on. See, it should be in the C section, but some people have put it in the A. Wow. And it's like, wow. well, it's not. No, because the thing is, and this is like record store rules, and nobody cares if you don't work at a record store anymore. 
but it's like it's like they're between out like if the band is called Alice Cooper band right then it's, it right. should go under a right <laughs> but if it's yeah, like yeah. Jack Jackson Brown it should be under B no I get it mm, yeah last name first yeah but mm. then you know and there's also the the breathless indifference that actually comes from unknown commodities as well, where people just don't give a shit at all. But like, there's the uh, Dewey decimal system when you need a record store. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, I think when you've ever worked at a record store and and uh, you know, like you have you get have these rules stuck in your head for forever. And that's my one and only yep. retail job I've ever had, and that was at seventeen. Yeah, so I still to this day I'm like that's misfiled every time we go somewhere. <laughs> I always feel like I give my kid shit because he works at a record store at half price books in uh, kansas city and they always have these awesome like band lists on the little plastic tags you know it's like oh mr bungle brock hampton like all these bands are listed and they never have those bands they're there there's never <laughs> one in there i'm like just get rid of the tag yeah i know exactly what you're talking about it's <laughs> the log makes those tags <laughs> I, I noticed this because i'm like these are all bands you liked <laughs> yeah exactly and he's like yeah i'm like well yeah it helps alphabetize but it's really false advertisement <laughs> sure. exactly, you know what? Exactly. It, it was like that there before he got there, though. Oh, was it? And it used to piss me off then. Too. Ooh, black flag. It. I thought oh. I was gonna get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's yeah, and there's always the well, the thing that I you know pre pre internet days working the record store that always got me was um was when you just didn't know. You're like, is that the name of a dude or is that the name of like the band? Like, what, what, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know who this is. Like right, right. Marilyn Manson did it right because it's pretty much the same place either. Yeah, yeah, they're both M, so it's fine. Yeah, you're not you're not both M A's too at that. So I wonder if they thought about that right in the middle. Probably not. They're not going to fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) Fucked up lots of other stuff though. Hey, everybody! (laughs) I worked at Camelot Music for several years. I wasn't the cool music store guy. But it well, was a well, music look, dude, gig. I worked at Tower Records, which mm-hmm. in, yeah. in Berkeley was probably the fourth best record store out of four, to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't work right. at the cool record store. I just worked at a record store. Yep. But people would come into uh, our tower, not because it was cool, but because they wouldn't get recognized. <laughs> like, Because <laughs> we had the lamest clientele ever. And also, but we did have a good zine selection. Zines. Mm. We had plenty of mm. zines. And people come in and, and do that. And all the, uh, you know, it is Berkeley. So in the 90s, you can imagine who all would be coming in. But yeah, all, all of them came in and, you know, bought Johnny Cash CDs from me and stuff. Right. Whatever. I didn't nice. care about most of them, but they were nice, you know, like, whatever. Like pop punk wasn't really my thing at, the, at that time, but, uh, you know, Rancid, Green Day, all those guys came in all the time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. We'd have people come in every now and then, but we were like in Springfield, Missouri. So it's, you know, not a. It's not a thriving a metropolis people. full of uh, rock and roll <laughs> fans necessarily. Yeah. Right. We'd get, we'd get like the Branson stars would come yeah. in though. And that was. <laughs> Things X, you know. Oh yeah, Kings. Yeah. yeah, I met Doug. Came in and bought a pothead T-shirt mm-hmm. from me. Yeah, they were they were so original cool. kind of band. The urge, maybe. But uh, the worst thing about being at a record store in Berkeley was the Grateful Dead fans. That that uh, was just the uh, uh, like the trust fundarians that would come in with their uh-huh. crappy dreadlocks and their dad's uh, platinum card. You know, it's like oh god. Uh, yeah, I was kind of disappointed. I went to Vintage Vinyl uh, in St. Louis just the other day. 
And uh, I mean, they a great selection, but they're all like reprints. Uh, you know, they're all like new records, like thirty dollars. Mm. You know, it's like, well, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Those reissues where it's like, oh, it's like a grand vinyl, and here's like yeah. a gatefold, and blah 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 blah. Right. Oh, there's you know, yeah, there's Fugazi. There's you know, and I mean, yeah, it's great. But I don't want to pay thirty bucks for a record. I want to use record. Right. And uh, you know, I'm digging through the stacks. Man, I barely found like anything. I did find Billy Thorpe. Uh, Children of the Sun for like three bucks. I was real proud of that. I like the cheap bins. Yeah, I do too. Cheap bins are the are the jam, man. That's where you can mm-hmm. find. I, and like back in the day, they used to be like you'd be like, "Hey, I'll this looks like a neat looking record cover. I'll check this out, sure." Right. And then and then sometimes it would be great, and sometimes it wouldn't. But wouldn't you didn't. Lie. You paid a dollar for it, so it didn't really matter that much. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bought like Gary Wright's uh, Love is Alive. You know, it looks rough. I don't know about the disc, but I was like, man, right. it's two bucks. You know, if one song plays on this, <laughs> <laughs> Good this, album's, this album's seen some shit. Right. <laughs> shit, shit that you don't even want to know about. <laughs> right. I think my favorite score was uh, Mott the Hoople, mm. like all the young dudes. And it was like j- the cover was just beat to shit, had cigarette burns on it. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is like character on this fucker. I like this one. Probably lick the cover and get high. Yeah, I was gonna say, imagine Probably. what that record's been through, right? <laughs> Tap it on the table, all the cocaine falls out. <laughs> Those dudes had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven records. Hmm. Seven wow. records. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know they had that many. 1969 to 1974. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's the most I've ever thought about their their albums, other than you know the songs they know from them. Yeah, and we wouldn't know about them really if it weren't for Bowie. Yeah, of course here. not. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Bowie tried to say. I had a uh, man. It was, it was pretty dumb. A few years back, they played Turner Hall in uh, Milwaukee, Crestown, and Crover actually uh, texted me and, and was like, "Hey, you're gonna go see Mott the Hoople?" I'm like. Christ, I didn't even know they were playing. Or I made some <laughs> or alive. Was they like, were alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was, that was probably more like what my response was. Yeah. And, and he's like, you should go. I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I should. And but I was like, oh, I don't want to go to a show alone, like on a Tuesday or whatever it was. Yeah. And I just was like, Bert and, and didn't. And now I kind of wish I would I would have. It would have been cool to see this. Yeah. Yeah. So moral of that story is <laughs> Go go see go see them. Go see the band on a Tuesday or whatever. God, there are so many bands that I wish I had seen that I will never get another chance to see. Yeah, it just. Uh, I've had people. I'm not going to name names, but I've had people in certain cities that have like been like, "Oh man, when are you going to play? When are you play? You got to play. You got to play. You got to play." And then like, "Hey, we're playing then." Oh, I'm out of town. Yeah. <laughs> can't make it and that definitely didn't happen at least a dozen times on this last tour in June. Either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, oh. and then my the other thing I love is mm-hmm. like after the show's over, I was like, wait, I didn't even know you were playing. Like all these messages, I just moved here, or like I'm here, like on business. What I didn't even know yeah. you were playing. <sighs> and I was like, I don't like what I don't know what more I can do to make people aware, right? Of if you follow me, yeah, yeah. Like, but the thing is, but is it going to be shown to them? I don't know. Maybe not. Ooh. Apparently not, because yeah. that happened like every single night. And one of them was literally like a friend from another band that had moved from Baltimore like that day. So, okay, that's a pretty extreme example. But mm. uh, yeah, but it's, it's that's just uh, it's like a lot of things. If you're in an outfit that was around in like the before times, I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about pre-social media. 
mm-hmm. you already had some degree of success. I think you're doing fine, but everyone else is just like, it's hard, man. Just it, yeah. it's not defining your people. It's like you can't engage with them unless like you're doing, you know, you know, making making the marks, saying the signs, sacrificing the animal at the uh, proper altar on, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the face of the moon. Like and, and the rules change like weekly and it's crazy. And I don't understand yeah. why, like, it's just an untold story because every band I know is, has this problem. Right. And, you know, some of them mm-hmm. get around to be like, oh, here's here's like a funny cat picture. Oh, by the way, we're playing these dates. You know, and like they start to our right. time. Right. 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 And it's like, <laughs> yeah. so you have to like literally fool the system. Trick right? the algorithm. Yep. Yeah. And, and yeah. I would just be much more appreciative if they were up front. Like, hey, you know, we'll show we'll show this to your your people if you pay this amount of money. Yeah. Right. OK, cool. Well, that that's that's a upfront exchange you can argue about the prices you can argue about the ethics of it but like okay so there's like all right let's say let's let's just take let's target facebook why don't we yes let's do that so two two 2.3000 people are friends uh following or liking or whatever the hell it is you're supposed to do conan you're trying to suit your friends right right if we were like hey we're playing uh like let's use the last tour for example indianapolis louisville Nashville and Atlanta. Those are those are the cities we're playing. If they were like, cool, it'll be thirty dollars, and like all the people that follow your band in those areas, or all the people you know personally, will see that you are doing that. I'd be like, great, mm-hmm. done, thirty bucks. Sure. I mean, that's like a gallon of gas, cheaper right? Than, now, so. Yeah, cheaper. <laughs> than <water>. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what they do. That's not what they no. do. They just sort of like act like, oh yeah, well everyone gets to see your stuff. I guess they just don't care about you. And it's like, no, that's not true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I see shit like pop up all the time of like friends that I've had for years or whatever. And it's like, I don't see a post of theirs or anything for a long time. All of a sudden it pops up. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot I was friends with that person. Oh, oh, snap. Why aren't yeah. they- <laughs> right. And then yeah. you go back and check up, wait, they've been posting a shit time. They've been posting all along. Yeah. yeah. Why are they not, you know, in my shit? And, and, all these and then there's other people that like I are. see. Yeah. I see. I see literally every thought that comes out of their head. Apparently that is put mm-hmm, on the internet. Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, but I swear to God, yeah. I, I could do with a few less of those posts, but it's either like block or unfollow. And it's like, I'm, it's not at that level, but it's like, man, don't let's take the computer away from <laughs> right. for a while. Just scroll. Yeah. I, yeah. You're, you were onto something though with the pet thing. Like, seriously, if somebody, if I post a picture of a pet, boom, lights up. Oh, yeah. Forget, Facebook. It. Forget like, about it. I get shit tons of hope notices on that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know who's good? Uh, have you have you ever had uh, Daisy or Kate from Lung on? I can't remember. It. Might no, have no, but I have been listening to a lot of Lung this summer. Uh, ah, they're so, they're so oh, so good. But da- Daisy is uh, like the freaking algorithm whisperer. I mean, you have to if you're if you're on tour like half a year, right? You yeah, right. To do it. Um, but they they've gotten they've gotten really good. <laughs> but I mean, they kind of mm. have to. <laughs> We're clearly shit at it. But oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, likewise. Look, look. I mean. <laughs> I, I have my few moments now and again, but, uh, you know, like, like, right. And yeah, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, Oh, it's been a couple of weeks since I went on the podcast, Facebook, I should probably check in. Yeah. Well, and you know, yeah. And well, there's a lot of places to go with that. It's, and it, it never seems to engage the way you want to. Like I, since I switched, yeah. I switched Patreon, uh, Protonic to Patreon. The whole thing is I don't like doing, gatekeeped exclusive stuff wow. yeah, at all yeah. that mm-hmm. bothers me so it's this early access right like you get access to the shows a week earlier so if you mm-hmm. really want to hear it 
it's going to cost you a dollar. Right. And then like, that's like, you know, ultimately $12 a year. Pretty goddamn good. I think. Right. But then, and people, if when it's funny, because when presented that information, like now, wait, I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's literally a dollar. How much do you pay for your phone bill? How much do you pay for your ISP? Right. Whatever. If this is a show you really enjoy, it's a buck. Like, I mean, I know, some shows that like they start their Patreon are like ten dollars or something. Yeah, and it's like, so I've got like the Bernie Sanders model. <laughs> you get a lot of people. We don't go on Patreon because we're afraid of how many people will say no to a dollar. <laughs> right. It's, it's 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 more it's somehow more than you think. And like and it's a bummer. Yeah. Because like, in your worst worst case scenario of, of your of your mind, you're like, ah, oh, like, well, maybe a tenth and will. No, try like two percent. Right. Which, mm. I mean, luckily, Protonic, because the audience has grown enough that it's still like, whatever, between like 120 to uh, $200 a month that comes in. So I can't complain yeah. at all. But oh, like, okay. it's just it's just hilarious where it's like, why is that unacceptable? Yet, like, you don't think twice about like a, a $5 half-calf latte, blah, blah, blah. The point of what I was going with all that is that like, so I had Dan Kaminsky of uh, DeCroitson on mm. uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And just because, like, uh, rather than, like, immediately do all my show stuff, I was like, I'm going to sit down and watch Better Call Saul or, you know, whatever the, whatever the hell I was up to. Yeah. And I just forgot to make the YouTube version because there's the audio and the YouTube version unlisted. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then people just started sharing it, sharing it around, sharing it around. Here you go. <laughs> Check this out. It's awesome. And <laughs> so on the one hand, it's like, well, it's cool because people want people are excited about the episode and they want to hear it and they're excited about it. And that there's nothing wrong with that, but it's also like, ah, okay, well the, the model is usually like, you don't get it immediately for like, unless you're a patron, but all right, whatever. <laughs> uh, and, and it's just, I, and to a certain degree now, and I can say this now because I'm doing fine financially, but like there was a time when I was like, wow, this is going to overcomplicate something that's incredibly simple. And that's a bad right. idea. Mm. And it has. But I will say during those spring months in 2020, it also literally paid the power bill and like, you know, paid for groceries right. and like, right on. yeah, which, you know, that coincided with the show becoming you know, finding more of its audience because people suddenly, and we've talked about this before, but like all these people, they're like, I don't have time for podcasts. Like, got time now, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I'm feeling it too. Like in terms of finding guests, it's getting a little bit harder to get people that can come on. Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah, because people people are back to doing stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's yeah. like you have to plan it out. Like, I mean, I have. I'm on moving extravaganza, right? I was like, I had to be like, hey, there's like going to be like about three weeks in the summer that I'm, I can't do anything. Like I'm going to be on right. tour, you know? So yeah. like whatever you want to do, cool. If you want to do episodes without me, it's fine. But just FYI, I'm not going to be trying to do that from the van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think we finally just decided, you know what? Fuck, we need to get out and see some shows anyway. We're not yeah. getting paid for this. Right. We, we've been doing it long enough that people will wait for us to come back around. Yeah, and then it'll be a nice thing that we're like, oh, crap, new episode. Cool. You know, mm-hmm. like, they'll be excited for it. Yeah. Well, and I think my uh, my biggest compliment, uh, you know, I guess my biggest compensation is just in cool points. <laughs> it's like uh, today, earlier, I messaged, uh, uh, like, Freddie Herrera. And I was like, uh, oh, hey, man, uh, you know, my daughter's been 
plugging away at a guitar for like two years and just never found her groove. And she's about to give up. And I taught her like the intro to uh, Santa Monica and, you know, she played it and she was like, I did a thing on guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she went up, she went upstairs, she like played it and, and she figured it out. Like she figured out the whole song except for the solos in like one night. And uh, I was like, that's awesome. So I messaged. He said, I got this record called Action Chief. It's just the solo. <laughs> so it'll get that sort of. <laughs> so I messaged, you know, I messaged him and told him that. And he's like, that's fucking rad. Right on. <laughs> Tell her she's rad. I was like, well, you know, at least I can like message the guy who, you know, plays that song. Tell him thank you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking A. I mean, Why not? High yeah. back. And it's like, yeah, that keeps me going. Well, you know, that's a. That's a good point, too, because as as a musician, too, yeah, and I'm sure with any artist, but like when you get to something over the transom like that, mm-hmm. like that's that's nice. And that, and that can you never know what's going on in someone's life. Right. Right. You never know what's going on in someone's life. You don't know what kind of challenges they're facing. You don't know what mood they're in, what's what horrible tragedies are happening Jump around happened. them. Yeah. Yeah. So right. like always send the note, like send the email. Like send send the private even if it's just like hey man really digging like the record right now or something along mm-hmm. those lines always right. send that and I I try to do the same as well because I know you know there there have been times I've been like in a funk like just like in a bad yeah, spot and then right. like I've just gotten some really nice kind message over the transom I was like oh that's awesome you know mm-hmm. right I sometimes struggle with like okay do I am I crossing the fanboy line. If I'm doing, (laughs) am I punishing them? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, there is a, there is a, yeah, there is a level of discomfort that can be created by people assuming too much familiarity sometimes, right? But it's not like it's not like instantaneous, and and also the other thing to remember too is is people be busy. You know, like yeah, it's right. it's like just because they didn't respond back immediately doesn't mean because they didn't appreciate it. Maybe they just got distracted with something else. It happens to me constantly. You kidding me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I will say anytime someone and this happens more probably with Protonic than anything else. I'll get like a really long email, like a really like long. Mm-hmm. And I, I always sit down and I read every piece of it and I try to respond immediately mm-hmm. because I know what's good for me. What's going to happen is if I don't respond immediately it's just going to sit there and sit there and then it'll be an impossible task for me to finish that email and then they're Mm -hmm. also like oh this guy's you know that was stupid of me to send that and it's not stupid of them to send that right so i try to respond back like as that's actually something i picked up from the fugazi guys Mm. like hey it's it's better to send something out like immediately even if it isn't like as much as in-depth as you'd like because then yeah yeah you you never know what's again on the other side you never know what's happening in the other person's life either right yeah so, yeah, just to lighten that's, that's, that's how to do know? correspondence, apparently. But <laughs> right. well, I mean, the same thing would work for work emails, probably. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that's less exciting. <laughs> yeah, there have been plenty of times, though, when I have sent somebody an email and I was just never heard. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. And then you like, you have, there's that moment you feel foolish, whether it's, right. it's justified or not. It's probably not. You feel like, oh, that was foolish of me to do that. And right. it wasn't. It was, but then but, sometimes they'll surprise you too. Like it'll be like three months and be like, Hey, Oh, sorry. I meant to get back to you. And I just <laughs> right. got caught up yeah. in shit. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. We'd totally love to come on. Well, wow. What? Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. That, that has happened so many times over the years. And there is like, like nobody wants to feel like the fuller brush man. Right. 
Yeah. Nobody wants to feel like they're sticking <laughs> a foot in the door and like not letting the housewife close right. in, you know, just to mm-hmm. parochial uh, tableau. But yeah, it, I mean, I don't know. There, there's something we've almost been trained culturally to be, I'm going to try to choose my words carefully, it, to, to immediately move on to the next thing, to constantly be consuming content, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, and not in the way for those that actually have things like ADD, but we're, we're treated that like it react culture and whatnot just to immediately move on. Right? It's got to be, mm-hmm. like, I, and there there's value in favor towards things that are already established topics or, <clears throat> uh, you know, and whether that comes from them being like pushed by marketing or whether it's like a zeitgeist thing, whatever, but there's that we're taught there's more intrinsic value to that than there is to just, literally person to person communication where I come from and, and, and the culmination of punk rock DIY or whatever is to use these, mm-hmm. these tools to establish immediate connection. So that's, that's why it's interesting to me that, you know, like most of the musicians and creative types that, that I like a lot, they do on, so on whatever level make themselves available for people. It doesn't mean they're available mm-hmm. all the time, right? But like they make themselves available to people. They, they let people, come up to them and tell their tell their story or ask for the thing that they want to ask for or whatever and you know there, there, there's there's a grace to it and there's a there's a back and forth and you know in some cases it's even sort of like well tell me about yourself what's your band like you know right what's, what's your zine like what is where can i find your podcast and even if there's no intention of following up whatsoever it reminds people that like people don't often remember what is said, but they'll never forget the way that someone makes you feel. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and have that feeling of like, yeah, someone you like, like love and respect or, or, um, you know, as an influence or whatever. And to be like, wow, they were cool as hell. That's awesome. Way to be. Yeah. Right. And I think a lot of people assume it's harder to get through to a lot of these people than it actually is. Mm-hmm. And it's, like people ask, like, well, how do you get these people? And I'm like, I ask. <laughs> I yeah, ask. You know, and they say yes or they say no, and that's about the. That's, that's about it. It's yeah. not as it's not as complicated <laughs> as you think it's going to be. I mean, sometimes we have to jump through a couple of hoops, but generally, sure. just ask them. Yeah, yeah I mean, what's the worst thing someone could do is say no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this right. exactly. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, and like, and and, and like, uh, you know, the, the the trick is not taking it personally. It isn't an indictment on your thing, right? Or your ideas or you as a person. It's nothing to do with that. But it can also make you feel really great when you know they do respond. It's like uh, uh, oh, Justin yeah. Justin sure. Pearson. I, I bring him oh, up yeah. all the time. Just like you know, sure. I share anything from like three one G Records or or anything that he's doing. I mean, I've been a big fan of his for years. I thought he was you know kind of untouchable as far as a guest was concerned. Just invited him. Yeah. And but yeah. Every time I share anything on three one G or anything, he's like, "Thanks, man." Well, you know, I was like, "Shit, that's amazing yeah. to me." You know, it's, it makes me it's, feel it's great. Artists, they're just like you and me, mm-hmm. except for art here. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> <they're> art. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, it's it's you know, not like I'm big uh, icon or whatever, but like when people want to engage with me about whatever, shut your mouth. I try to, <laughs> I try, I try to like. Uh, you know, I, I try, try to engage with that and, and um, you know, and it's, it's a conversation, right? It's a community. And that's, there's nothing, that's, there's nothing like, like that's something that you're never going to be able to get that when you have these 
Like you're never going to be able to have a, that conversation with Kanye West or something. Right? Would you right, want right. to? Like you know, I maybe like know. put out like a song or two that's all right, but it's like, oh, it's so tiresome. Uh, yeah, I've been asked that before, even by my kids. Like, so if you could have like, you know, Kanye in her show, would you? I'm like, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I, think because well, he's going to be on whatever guy. he's on. Yeah, I mean, like, whatever. <laughs> and like, just us <laughs> talking about him means he's winning, which is terrible. But yeah. like, I'm just using him as an example. <laughs> well, where, I mean, where it's fine. He can do his thing. You know, I, he's sure. fine. Um, you know, Very happy Kanye like, to all who celebrate. Correct. Yes. Right. Kanye away. You know, uh, do your thing. That's cool. Just not my jam. You know, and I do like some of his old shit, though. I really do. Yeah. Sure. Some of his older, like School Spirit. That was a cool shit. It's great. Like that one. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and it's it's what it is. You know, like it, it's it's not to like indict famous people for behaving the way they do. We don't necessarily know what their struggles are or whatever, but. Right. Right. I don't know. There, there, there's a there's a point of where it becomes being a dick, and there, that's a very fine line, for sure. Yes, yes. So God bless them for doing what they do, and and mm-hmm. fans when they do, and and everything. We appreciate them. We appreciate you, man. Absolutely. Yeah, and I appreciate you guys. I mean, how you know, like whenever it's always a blast whenever we come on, whatever we get up to, uh, you know, and and like again, you're, you're maybe the first people to ask about action chief <laughs> so people are just like uh, here's so here's my take on it mm-hmm. is that they, i think i think for some people it's just oh more kona neutron stuff which is i get it but i it's it's i don't think that's fair to the rest of the guys it's not and i think you know that's just a horribly cynical way of looking at things but i get it i do a lot of stuff yeah i mean Honestly, it's like, uh, and I've said this before, it's like after doing this show for like two or three years, it's so hard to keep up with everybody sure. and everything going on. And I feel such guilt, you know, when like somebody releases an album that I didn't like comment on immediately or, or like share or, yeah. you know, and I, and I try to keep that stuff up. But then it's like, and I, and I kind of had that thought for a second, but then I listened to it and I was like, oh no, this is not just Conan stuff. That's awesome. You know, well, and I, yeah, yeah, and like, not there's anything wrong with Conan stuff. I'm a big fan of Conan stuff, but like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, it, it's hard. There is a burden of proof somehow on newer creative enterprises. Yeah. That I feel is actually unfair and probably unhealthy to the human psyche. Absolutely right. That you have to immediately do, like, do you guys remember the old onion? It, it was like a series that they do that was, it was called justify your existence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that they would do to bands. I loved it by the way. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, I thought it was fantastic, but like, I feel like by nature of being something new, there is a little bit of a justify your existence. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not fair. Show me what you got. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The big, the big head. Yeah. But I think that it's, it's, I'm not sure if like younger folks are feeling that, but mm. uh, it's something that I feel all the time. Yeah. Well, and I th- I talked about it. I can't remember who it was. We talked about it with just like there was a time when newer artists were given more time to grow into their role. Yes. Mm. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And uh, that's not the case anymore. It's like, if you don't know, it's not even this is the first album. If you don't wow them by the first song, it's yeah, like right. on to the yeah. next thing. Yep, the oh, hook. Whatever, on to the next. No. Yep. I, and that's, uh, oh man, that's hard. It, it doesn't reward risk-taking at all. Right. 
Right. Some of the most legendary acts out there you probably wouldn't have heard of. Yeah. If they hadn't been allowed to develop. Oh, yeah. I mean, God, like, you know, and there's some. <laughs> Did you ever hear that first Alice Cooper band record? Like the second mm. one? Yeah, mm. it's not that good. It's it's, mm. it's fine. <laughs> but that's a band that like I mean I think their best record is like is like their um third or like is third or fourth record. And mm-hmm. like it's that's that just isn't the case anymore. Like you're lucky if you get to I mean, unless you're someone that just, you know, throws all that to the wind and is fine with just, you know, building things as they go. But like it just seems there's a, a tacit frame that it's a pointless thing to do as opposed to just rewarding people for the act of creation and connection. Yeah. And again, it comes, it comes down to the fact that like, think about like who's being, who's monetizing what mm-hmm. and why certain things are brought into the zeitgeist the way they are. And I could, I could get into specific examples like bands that suddenly appear quote unquote out of nowhere. And it's like, Oh yeah, but they had rich parents and like, you know, there's all these reasons why like, you know, Oh, right, that's why right, we're hearing right. all about them right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, that's kind of always been the case, but sure. the problem now is like the psychological warfare of, of again, a thing that you are not familiar with feeling like, well, why does this have to exist? Right. Right. Like, like having, having that, having that like sort of cynical reaction to it. And, and I think that that's, it's not how everyone feels, but I think it's sort of like w- without maybe the, the aggression part of it, it's sort of like, well, I don't have to care about that. And, and then the worst, the worst, possible thing i've seen with that is like well since i'm not from like okay so there's a band then there's four people in it and i know two of them from other bands and two of them i don't and if i hear something i don't like well that must be the two people i'd never heard of (laughs) because that you know that like that's the reason why i don't like it yeah right (laughs) you know like it and it's Like that guitar player on Action Chief sucks, man. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was this prick. Yeah, I, oh, I'm him. only here for Tony Ash. You know, <laughs> well, he's a great bass player. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, but it's it's it doesn't matter. Like the the particulars of it don't matter as much. It's just that the, I find it so exhausting. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's it's just, it's 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 exhausting as a fan, but it's for me, it's more exhausting as an artist. Like I, I can. I'll throw neutron friend stuff into the void until the day I die. Right. Like, mm-hmm. or, or until it sucks one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fully have the good grace to realize if it starts sucking, but um, that's because that's like, that's like a whole, you know, neutron cinematic universe thing going, right? Like yeah. there's a whole, like th- there's enough of a sustainable cloud of uh, people around it and stuff that it justifies, keeping it around and going and moving forward. Yeah. And like, it may not be at the level that I want to, or that I like would like it to be or whatever. Right. But it's not its own language. It has its own, it has support and fans and, you know, like, look, I've been in bands that don't have that. And it is lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lonely place to be. And it's harder to, Again, justify your existence. How do you justify your existence? Well, yeah. we like it. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe someone else will, you know, like, and ultimately that's, and, and if you're, if you're trying to find your existence based on what other people like, you know, that's a tough road to hew as well. But it also isn't like people treat it like it's just a vacuum. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, if all you need is fulfillment of making something cool, then why don't you just make stuff and never share it with anyone? Just make stuff on your own. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I mean, it's, I kind of felt that way this spring, um, getting into a uh, uh, wet leg, you know? Yeah. That band, I was just like, you know, uh, the, uh, oh, what's the big hit? Chaise Long, you know, they do. And I was like, oh, man, that's such a good song and so hooky at the beginning and everything like that. But then I immediately started kind of feeling bad for them. It's like they're going to have a hard time sucking anybody into a riff like they did on that title track. And they're a good oh, band. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah, a great yeah. band, you know. But I was like, oh my God, they're just, but it seems like the time frame. it seems like, you know, where they are and where they're living and with everything that's going on with social media and everything, it's just, it, it fit into that slot. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that they couldn't have the same kind of come up as a band like Cheap Trick yeah, or, you know, any of these others that just like build on and build on and build on their talent. Cause just, you know, it'll end up being a one hit wonder. I mean, I'm afraid. Sure. I'm afraid. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that they deserve that at all. No, not at all. But, but yeah, it's you know you can kind of see the atmosphere that it's born in. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I mean, I just pretend like I'm in that world anyway because to me, I am. So yeah. it's like, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That's all it's for the people. Do. It's for. I mean, I know, and but I know there's some people that are like, oh well, it's never going to get better than Art of Murder. So like, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, are you sure? Because I'm not. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess that's just the thing. It's like, you know, who you're appealing to, you know, when you talk about the people. Well, and, and like, look, there's always the, like the bands that have like the wild outlier and their discography that becomes, you know, huge hit. Yeah. Cheap Mm -hmm. trick, for instance, the flame, right. Right. From another time. It's a thousand years ago, but that's how I got turned on to them. And I lived like like 40 miles from Rockford. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well exactly but, but it's like that's like they, they one had to of come their on worst TV. songs to me yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah like, like, it's like, not even like their it song no. no it's a freaking exactly it isn't even indicative of like what they do or whatever mm-hmm. not at all but then also you have like okay so lord right that royal song good right. song mm-hmm. right? i couldn't yeah. tell you a single other song though what what, what other song i don't nope. know i couldn't either one more maybe yeah, like maybe, I, I don't know, maybe, yeah. like, like whatever. I, I don't, I'm not a like, it's not maybe. really my genre, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, it isn't to say that like it shouldn't exist. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. like, I don't know, fine, like whatever. Like, but it's also like, why was that? Why was that song ubiquitous? Oh, it's a really good song. I know plenty of really great songs, right? Tons of them that like don't get that kind of reaction. So mm-hmm. I don't know, what is it? Like sometimes it's 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 alchemy. Sometimes it's yeah chaos theory. <laughs> you know i yeah i think it is a little bit of both you're right there are a lot of fuck i mean we talk about it all the time there's so much fucking good stuff out there oh. and i just get so discouraged when i hear people saying you know it all sounds the same nothing oh, music's good terrible anymore. now nothing's good yeah it's like, yeah, like you are not trying yeah at all. exactly mm-hmm. yeah that's that's it's it's so just irritating to, to hear that rhetoric because it's, it's just not true. And it's, uh, you know, like it's the, the problems that we have, a uh, 
you know, the, the, we, oh, yay, we got rid of the major labels. It's like, well, no, but the problem is all those mechanisms of gatekeeping are still there. And like what is being pushed right. on you isn't necessarily the best thing that's representative of that. It's just what's going to make them money. Right. Like, and, and the, the fact that the people just dislocating a shoulder, patting themselves on the back for being so smart while they fall into the same trap, it's, it's disappointing, you know? It is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost just like, you know, which one of these will make a good cheap commercial, you know, more right, than exactly, anything. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing is it used to be like, you know, the whole cred thing. If you like, oh, if you sold your music to commercial, you're selling out. Oh, mm. you're selling out. <laughs> and, and and now all these, you know, these, especially this like newer generations, like they don't know any other way. So like, oh, man, if you got a song in an Apple commercial, you made it. That's right. great. You aspire to that. Yeah. Weird. So weird. That's a weird alley to run down, I know. It but. is. Well, it's just, I'm just kind of deconstructing in my mind. I mean, do you think that like the, uh, you know, whole COVID episode was just like hitching your giddy up? Was it a setback or is it a part of the evolution, do you think? Oh, boy. Well, all right, I'll tell you this much. Like my, my initial conceit of, of Conan Neutron and the Secret Friends, this is a creative project. The idea, the idea behind it is being no you know for no set live lineup and it sort of just being based on creatively whatever i had going on mm. at the time and whatever those ideas were articulated the idea was always well it can go up on the shelf for a long period of time mm-hmm. and come back down and it'll be exactly the same so basically i got to test that theorem because <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. there's a solid oh man year and a half where there was like nothing there was no secret friend stuff like after uh you know dark passengers came out and that was great and then there was just nothing i you know and and, like i was during that period where that initial period where um you know and and everyone kind of be like oh well we all knew that it wasn't safe to blah blah nobody knew shit man right get over yourself like like like, seriously nobody knew anything that we had to like cancel all the tour dates you know i got laid off from my day job at the same time that's when i started up doing protonic like six days a week and starting the patreon and all that but like i was just too angry to write for a really long time yeah like just too that's basically what it comes down to And, and like there was more anxiety too but it was mostly just being too angry and then I, I definitely had a few moments where I was just like, I don't know, maybe that's over. Maybe I can't do that anymore. Yeah, it was a good run. Mm-hmm. It's not like that's the only thing I have value of in my life, but like maybe I can't do that. And then one day, like after I started working again, sat down on my lunch break and I wrote the commuter, mm. the entire song. And I was like, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like that's <laughs> this, this, this cooks. This is this is this is good. OK, so. I guess I can still do that again. And then it, it really just took the doing of it, you know, yeah. and, and again, I created that song in an hour. Wow. And, and, and as any, any artist will tell you, some songs come easy. Some songs don't come as easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a song on dark passengers that, Oh God, the, the cumulative hours spent on that song versus the output is, would be hilarious to figure out. Go on. Well, because I just, it just, I, I couldn't get it right. And mm-hmm. then like, I got to the point where it's like, Hey, there's the finished song cool it's i'm ready to record this and i was like you know what i don't like this mm. and then i threw it all out and i started over again and then i labored on that one i changed the key and moved this around to that <laughs> just dip <laughs> around with it and then ultimately like i think the way it turned out is really cool and i 
I'm glad that it came out the way it is. I don't had no interest in ever playing it again. And if somebody says it's their favorite <laughs> song on the record, I kind of get chills up my spine. I'm like, yeah. ah, hmm. <laughs> interesting. All right. Yeah, I like that one. Right. You know, academically. But <laughs> I, <laughs> you scare me. But it's just because that's just tied up with all yeah. my with all my yeah. bullshit. You know, it's tied yeah. up with all my like, I and I don't like working that way. But it's you know the subject matter sort of lend itself to it. But for me, it was just like, I was like, no, this is what I do. Yeah. And I'm pretty fond of it. And I'm going to continue to do it if I can. And, and I did. So then it was like, you know, all right, misplaced optimism, the doomed competitive grief. And then there's all the stuff that's going to be coming out next year. Uh, I guess it's going to be next year now. I mean, at this point, like we got to split with lung. They were doing huh? a split record. Cool. And that's really cool. And like, we're, uh, Kate sings, uh, vocals on like a duet on the secret friend song. And oh, I'm, nice. I'm doing some guitar and, and maybe vocal stuff on one of their songs. And Tony's on bass on what it, like it's, it's going to be a real cool collab record. It's kind of, um, palindromic in a way is the only way I can mm-hmm. put it. I mean, this is, this is going to be like, we're lucky spring 2023 stuff. Right. But <clears> like, it's that's, we got that going. There's that fight math EP that I think I talked about last time I was on that like <laughs> still hasn't actually happened yet, but it's, it's, uh, <laughs> that's all still in motion. And we got a, there's like a third of a new record recorded wow. and the other two thirds are written and we just need to record it again. Yeah, it went from like nothing to everything. Yeah. And then just that little thing, what that caterwaul, what was that? The... <laughs> oh yeah, 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 exactly. Well, so, so exactly. And that's just secret friends, right? Which, which every time we, we put together a tour, we're like, ah, oh, shit, where are we going to play? It's like, God damn, there's so much material. And it's not like, Oh, here's the, here's the three good songs and a bunch of filler. It's like, Oh no, this is all pretty good. And it's all mm. like works life. So it's like, which ones are we going to do? Like which, which kids get to go on the boat, you know, like mm. that, that level of thing when, when you're mm-hmm. picking out. So, and then it's like, cool. And now we have two more records coming out like next year. And like <laughs> a lot of those songs are pretty great too. Like I, you know, everybody says this, everybody right. always says this, but if, if the, the next secret friends full length, which again, to be clear, only one third of it's recorded, but if it turns out half as good as I think it is, it's going to be the best record we've ever done. Objectively. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I don't put that, say that lightly, but like, that's, that's a good place to be. Right. If, if, if you're actually doing, you know, no, you know, remains to be seen if it's the best work or not. Of course, everybody thinks everything they do is their, their best. Right. Work. <laughs> of course you think that's like, the place you want to you know? be though. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> you want your next one to be better than the last one. That's ideal. <sighs> that's, yeah. That's 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 the idea of being your best self and everything. But yeah, but that there's that. And there's also, yeah, Catterwall, right? Like Catterwall was was great for those not familiar. It was a four day festival in Minneapolis, put on by myself and mm-hmm. my label guy, uh, Reiner, who uh, runs Learning Curve Records. And we 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 did all the work to do it in 2020. And, <laughs> um, you know, everything on fire gif like it was it, uh, <laughs> just like a lot of things that didn't happen. So we, we picked up the pieces mm-hmm. Put it back together, mostly exactly how how it was before. Added on another day, and uh, we made it made a really cool thing. And, I, and a lot of people, it's like fifty two bands or something. That's crazy. Uh, and then a lot, a lot for a lot of people, it was like like this is my first show back. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Wow. Thank you for making this your first show back. That's really cool. And uh, yeah, it was it was a <laughs> just an amazing amount of work but it was uh, what we wanted to be. And that's all you guys. That's not somebody guiding the light at the end of the tunnel. That's not uh, oh, a yeah. you know, record <laughs> label. 
That's not, uh, you know, Sony backing it. Right. That's all you guys. Yeah, there's no big money behind any of that. It's all like, you know, strictly like just white knuckle DIY. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Super proud of it. Seriously. It was, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked that we, you know, it's like, I, I never had any doubt necessarily, but I had a lot of anxiety. No shit. It's the best way I could put it. Because you <laughs> never know, like, anything can, like, go wrong at any time. Right? And at a certain point, you're like, there's so many spinning plates right now that, like, how are we ever going to keep these going? But you just do. You find yeah. you find the way forward. Well, you know, and I mean, I, I think that's the difference, too, is is the drive. I mean, if you were, if you were like, rat in 1985, you know, right. and you're, you know, smoking a bubble of meth or whatever, you can always say, "Hey, the label will take care of it." <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? yeah, in this, in this case, it's like, yeah, the, the label is just another dude. Like right. it's just like, and, and and like who's who's got the same challenges, if not similar challenges. <laughs> right. And I, I took it as a compliment, as he did, that like when people were like, "Wow, this seems like it was put on by a much." So, but by people with a lot more resources, <laughs> right. like, mm-hmm. well, thank you, but yeah, I assure you, it isn't. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, you should be proud. <laughs> should be proud. Absolutely. No, I'm. I, yeah. it's, well, it, it did the thing we wanted to do. Yeah, too, right? yeah. and that's um, that's amazing. And it's 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 uh, it was great to be able to provide a a space for people to have community happen. And we're gonna do it again next year. Now that we've had like a few months to kind right. of like. Detox. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, RIP door inboxes when we put in uh, coffers for submissions because <laughs> nice because we have we have a bunch of bands that we asked la- uh, last time that weren't able to do it. But like, hey, you know, but let us know for next time. OK, cool. Yeah. And then yeah. we have bands that want to come back. Everybody wants to come back. Right. So well, not every, I shouldn't say everyone. Most bands want to come back. So. It's like, all right, I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a chance to play with the uh, Seal Party boys? Did, we didn't. And no, we didn't. Didn't go through. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a bummer because the the weekend that they needed to book was is basically the worst weekend you could possibly pick mm-hmm. in the entire year for for <laughs> Milwaukee, and it was not for lack of trying. Mm. It definitely was not for lack of trying, but it's uh, yeah. yeah. This this town is tough in summer. Yeah. Kevin was even like, mm, we'll see. We're trying. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I tried to pull a few rabbits out of my hat and I was not able to deliver. Yeah. I feel really bad about yeah. that. I, I was actually looking forward to playing with them too. And oh, yeah, yeah. If I would have known that I wasn't going to deliver for them, I probably would have drove down to Kenosha to see them at least. But, yeah, at least. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately not. So I hope I hope they had a good time behind it. I don't know. I've been kind of scared to text them and be like, sorry, bro. But <laughs> oh, I'm sure they would understand. Sure. Kevin's great. Uh yeah. I mean, he's he's played in uh Secret Friends a bunch of times. Yeah. And um I'm really stoked he has his own band now because like he's he's a very very rich musical talent. Yes, yes. He he's so versatile, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys know Griddle? Do you know his old oh, man Griddle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've had really? Griddle. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For years, I I was like, I was like, I gotta remember to check out Griddle. I gotta remember to check out Griddle. And then I finally saw them like, oh wow, they're fantastic. And that yeah. was right when like everyone got abducted into Jello's band. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I saw them like twice, I think, before before like he had half his band stole away by Biafra. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, yeah, man, great voice, great, you know, bluesy, soulsy, 
stuff. But yeah, I I, uh, <laughs> I bought uh, uh, Griddle's uh, Clumsy Favela off of their band camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, Kevin said, I think you're the only person to have ever bought this record. I think we're going to turn it into NFT for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like really that's the one with the blue it's like the person with the wings right yeah uh, yeah the city made of teeth is on there and uh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 i got i got that one mm-hmm. i got that one okay maybe, maybe he gave it to me but it's good <laughs> i mean they're all good there's yeah. it, it comes with a comic book yeah yeah and I, i'm still right? asking yeah. for the comic book chris mcgrew's got like he's i got like a 500 of them in my house it's just it's like i'll send you one i'll send you one he's he hasn't done it yet but he's busy so <laughs> he's, he's, he is busy. busy i'm glad i'm glad people are busy they have that live from bohemian grove yes album yes. which is, which is it's actually cafe de nord it's not like right it's not, yeah we talked about that on the show last time they were on yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I listened to that one yeah yeah that was a good band man like mm-hmm. so i'm 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 i'll make it up for him i'll I'm, I'm I'm always spinning a lot of plates, but there's a lot of spinning plates around that time, and that was that was just for whatever reason the hardest weekend of all. Honestly, I tell bands that are coming through, mm-hmm. like to Milwaukee, it's like if it's between like July 1st to like August 20th, don't bother, go somewhere else. <laughs> right. <laughs> Because even if I could book you something, no one's no one's going to show up. Everyone's just like running around to the to the Dells or at a wedding or whatever. Right? Summerfest is happening. Or, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a bummer. I don't I don't like it, and I and I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it until it happened to me. Until like <laughs> I was like, what really? Like no one's showing up to this? Like this is crazy. I almost took my family on a vacation to the Dells like last year. I haven't been there since I was a kid. Oh, the Dells are cool. Yeah, and right. that's not me trash talking the the appeal of doing no, those no, things. No. I'm just saying that yeah, universally, people are just not going to shows. Yeah, God, I haven't been there in like 20 years though. Is it still? Do they still have like the haunted house and like the shooting gallery? Oh yeah, and, like the freaking like everything's got like a roller coaster or yeah. a water slide or like whatever. Yeah, it's all it's Crazy. all still Xanadu Future Home. It's like it's like Branson, Matt, except without country music. But there's probably a lot more. Uh, <laughs> I've only nice. driven through Branson. I've never, I've never hung out no. there. But yeah, it's got it's uh, got. It's... My understanding is it's similar vibes. Yeah. 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 Much like that. The best line I ever heard on Branson was on The Simpsons, and <laughs> yeah. like there, there was like an episode where Bart and all his friends like swiped the car, the family car, and they just took off and they went through Branson. And one of the kids asked, where are we? And Bart said, Branson, Missouri. My dad says it's just like Vegas if Sven Flanders won it or run it, ran it. God damn. <laughs> you edit that and out like, and make yourself sound more clever. Yeah, I'll make myself sound cool. I'll make myself sound cool. Jesus <laughs> Christ. But it's like the best description. Want to do another take on that one? Branson. Yeah. My dad said, and make sure you guys laugh. When I get it out, <laughs> good. All right. Dad says it's just like Vegas if Ned Flanders ran it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Nice, nice, nice. Well done. That whole thing staying in. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. better that way. That's too funny not to. It's <laughs> gonna say although, like that is oh. the advantage of not doing a live, but it is. Better I, I remember that episode. And it was like they were leaving, and then uh, Nelson in the back of the car, just like, just when you think he wasn't going to do it, 
Bam, Moon River. <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking about uh, Andy. <laughs> yeah, Andy Williams. Williams. Uh, yes. Jesus, they'd rake it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, like, hey, you know what? Respect for those that, like, if that's your deal, good on you. I mean, like, what is it? Um, who was it that, uh, like, didn't ha- stop having hits in america but it like went to mexico and became big in mexico uh bill haley if i remember correctly mm-hmm. bill, bill haley in his, in his later years like just like went to mexico and became like oh we're the biggest band in mexico oh wow yeah, <laughs> I <didn't laughs> like i made all these records that were like uh yeah it's wild man like it's it, it, and then like there's all these records that are like either in spanish or like mixed or huh. whatever and they're only like there nobody knows about them here but like they're pretty famous there like it's pretty it's yeah. pretty wild I had, oh i gotta study that that's like documentary type shit yeah 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 and it's i mean it's not the it's it's not unfortunately a, a very ultimately a uh super happy story because like there was you know, <laughs> some some problems you know, along the way or whatever but <laughs> if i remember correctly and i may be remembering this wrong the comments and I don't think Bill Haley was involved, but it was the Comets had like a residency at Branson. And I think it was like a Dick Clark thing. Like it was like the American mm. Bandstand Theater or oh, some, yeah, some yeah, such yeah. thing. I remember that. Yeah. And But it was like not Bill Haley, but it was like the other dudes or something. Oh. I, don't, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't speak extemporaneously <laughs> about things I clearly have no retention of. But yeah, right. like. No, it, but it, it checks is, out. Uh, I believe it was Bill Haley that, yeah, he was like, had like a, yeah. like, like, did spend a lot of time like running around in Mexico, like touring there and having a good old time. So good for him. <laughs> when you said it would like it went kind of bad, I was just waiting for it to be like a William S. Burroughs type. <laughs> oh, story. yeah, not that bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, well, shit happens in Mexico. I don't Let's know. play William yeah. Hell. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but apparently that was yeah, it was, you know, I, I I took German, so I couldn't I couldn't tell you what the Spanish translation of Bill Haley in the comments mm-hmm. was. But like um yeah, they had like some uh Spanish language take on the twist or whatever oh. that was like pretty big. <laughs> like mm. like uh, El Twisto. El Twisto. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, it was it's it's this crazy like era that people don't think about here yeah and i, I think yeah. about that of just like you know, the idea of like someone like i'm gonna run off to the philippines and go like chill out there <laughs> okay yeah. yeah good for you That's yeah. Deal. yeah yeah you're not like trying to evade prosecution for something i guess <laughs> yeah we we know a couple people who've done that yeah. <laughs> evade prosecution <laughs> well just <laughs> evading america I guess. Yeah, yeah well yeah. right like breaking japan I get it's, it. it's a big thing i you know shit you see those sure. guys yeah well that's a cheap trick. You know? Con. Yeah, I'll, I'll go camp out in some other country and just go tour around there for a while. Shit, Great. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Sign me up. Crowds are like 200,000, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Sounds all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> all right. I was wondering. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll book you. Uh, I guess the other thing since we talked last I kind of went from being featured guest on Moving Extravaganza to being a co-host. So yeah, because I wasn't mm. doing enough crap, right? But yeah. like, uh, right. Yeah, I got a really busy, fun movie show I'm on. Yeah, what was the movie last time? Um, I just saw it. Uncut Gems. 
Uncut gems, yes. Yes, I was going to comment Uncut on that. Uncut gems, as that, that one chick says. Yeah. It's a good movie. <laughs> she has the funniest way of pronouncing gems. In <laughs> Uncut gems. Interview. <laughs> I, was, I was like, where did you get that from? Oh it's, like, it's like an alien trying to do a Valley Girl accent. Like, I don't understand why you, what you were trying to do. But I love that the internet like caught wind of it and fell in love with it. Because that's a rare time of like, no, that is legitimately bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such a cringy movie, but great. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm going to listen to that episode. Yeah, it's, it's, a, you know, it's a good show. Like, I listened to it before I was on it you know it's better with me on it but like it's <laughs> it was a good show before and uh you know i think i think movie shows are i think movie shows are there's a lot of them but i don't yeah. think a lot of them are very good i think this one's uh, good. we uh did an episode of a movie podcast kind of a co-episode with the asylum i think i told okay. you about that yeah, yeah. Trust the Slater. She's fun. You know, the movie studio Asylum, just like Sharknado and shit like that. Ugh. Sorry. That was my instinctive reaction. <laughs> no, no, no. And that's kind of the point. Well, yeah, nobody does. That, you know, that's kind of the whole point. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I figured. Yeah. Right. You pick a movie to, and you just review it and it's just, you know, making fun of the movie for an hour or however Yeah, long. yeah. I, yeah, like an MST3K situation. Right. Sort of, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We, yeah, we'd like to do another one with Tressa. What, what did you, what did you, which one was it, was, there was a, that you were talking about? Uh, Rise of the Zombies was the right, yeah. movie we covered. Oh, it was so bad. But it had like, for them, an all-star cast. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was essentially like the, it was their Walking Dead uh, knockoff. Oh. Uh, to try to milk in the money. <laughs> They're a mockbuster sure. company, you know? So oh, they, gotcha. Yeah, okay. so they, they find these, you know, films or TV genres. LeVar Burton's in that movie? Yeah, LeVar oh, wow. Burton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Machete. Danny Trejo, obviously. Yeah, yeah he's, all, he's, he's yeah. all over the... Uh... Mm-hmm. He didn't last long. They didn't have much of a budget for him. No, um, no, but they made sure to put his recognizable <laughs> face as big as they can right, on the uh, poster. Right, right. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, I think they die sooner than most. Yeah, the whole thing is like a million dollar is is a million or less is their budget period. And it's right. like, they, yeah. and they intentionally do that. They just make like mockbuster films and like turn a profit of like you know two million, maybe two, just on the off chance that somebody rents it and they don't know what the hell they're renting or what they're, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it, it looks like something right. they might like. Right, right. right. Yeah, I I bet I could make. I bet I can make real movies that would be like really interesting oh, yeah. on a similar model, <laughs> but it would be something where, and this is, I suppose this is very arrogant of me, a non-filmmaker to say, but like, like there's sort of like, you know, like whatever it's meant to be. Okay. I'm going to pick Avatar. I don't like Avatar. I don't think Avatar is very good, mm-hmm. whatever, but I can make like, an, it looks like an Avatar knockoff, but a more interesting movie. Sure. Like, but like have mm-hmm. me like have like a low budget like that we're like well actually you know there's some interesting ideas here the blah you know like whatever blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> uh and, and and i would but moreover i would love to see somebody like that like a like a their tv series or a movie about that person like an ed wood kind of situation <laughs> right. but not ed wood right. if you know what i mean yeah 
Yeah. Like, like where it's just like, no, this is, this is, this is what I do. I make these like knockoff movies, but I put, you know, <laughs> but, the, but the, the, the creative sort of twist to it is that they, oh, they put their heart and soul into it. And they're actually pretty interesting. Right. Yeah, like, nah, that's, that's not this company. <laughs> yeah, which, I was gonna say, which does not, the thing I was going to say is that doesn't seem like what this company does. Right. 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 <laughs> right. And I think, they are just fine. They they know who they are and what they are, right. and you are welcome to laugh at There's them all you them, want. Right? Right? <laughs> sure, they, we I know we're it. ridiculous. Yeah. And I, yeah, if it were like somebody that were really putting their heart and soul, I would feel like a dick, like ripping on the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not everything has to be set up for the Criterion Collection, right? It's fine. No, no, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that Millie Vanilli money. <laughs> so uh dangerous nomenclature coming out on vinyl finally yeah about goddamn time right uh, yeah. <laughs> i mean we didn't even put the vinyl reorder up for a while just because we knew it was gonna be a bit i mean i don't know if you guys have heard but the supply chain issues it's crazy mm. god damn. Uh, like, yeah it's yeah <laughs> you heard about this no yeah. no <laughs> you're the first one we've ever heard from yeah, this on. <laughs> so we yeah we just waited we waited like a few months to even put up the pre-order and then we're like hey september then it looks like it's going to be like you know two weeks from now uh, which at the time of this is into july so mm. re- better to tell people to be there in september and send it to them beforehand than the other way around right, right. i mean both dark passengers and the household gods record were um whenever we whenever it was said that they were going to come out they came it actually delivered to people far later so yeah I just, I'm, I, I personally am not going to go through that again. <laughs> no way. Cause no. it's like, well, and, and people don't, people don't ask the label. They ask me and it's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that's... any more than you do. I'm sorry. Hmm. <laughs> I just talk to Jack. Yeah. Jack White at your back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He'll help you out. <laughs> he does. Have all the answers. He's... Jesus Christ. I get so mad at some of the artists. I'm like, you're rich enough. You fuck. Yeah, cut it out. People, if you want to put out your record in a year, right, you'll make more money. How about this? You put out right. the CDs now, you wait a year and then put out your record, right? They'll go out and buy the record. Do that. Let the fucking people that are starving make their goddamn record. And, and attempting to work, you know, trying yeah. to go on tour. And stuff like that, yeah. where, where it's like, okay, I think we're ready in time. I don't know. I mean, for us, they they I, they will be, but that's because we literally planned in another three months of potential delay. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, I think I spilled the news to you guys last time I was on it was like January or something, right? So, right now, so. Um, you know, and here we are sitting at like July, August, depending on how you're <laughs> how you're measuring time, and it's like, well, it turns out being conservative about that was correct. So that's that's one of the reasons why. I'm not saying there won't be action chief vinyl. I'm just saying I mm-hmm. like if somebody wants to do it. Great. But like, that's not, so that's by Christmas, right? <laughs> we're doing CDs. I mean, like we're doing CDs and like, those are going to go out to radio <laughs> and then college radio. That is mm-hmm. and all of those things. But I mean, it was, it's just too risky to put out vinyl for a completely untested band. Where, yeah. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. not, definitely not going on tour anytime soon that I'm aware of. Which isn't to say that we wouldn't do it. I'm just saying that, like, unless, like, you know, a tool comes calling or something. Hey, we really need Action Chief to come on tour with this. Okay, we nice will, pose. you know. <laughs> yeah, fine, Chris, our arm. If we must. But right. aside from, like, you know, 
miracle events along those lines. I wouldn't, you know, but then again, maybe like, like Joe, like Joe was saying, who should totally have on, by the way, Joe was great. Mm, yeah. Yeah. He was like, watch this become like the thing that's like more famous than anything else we do. Like, yeah. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. But I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be mad at it either. Cause I stand right. right you know, I, I, I think it's good. Obviously I think it's good. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I, <laughs> no, I, hear, I get that though. Yeah. I hear about that from a lot of artists. Just like they don't like recognize their hits, you know, or, or recognize yeah. when they make something Well, going back to Jack White, you know, he, he, I, I think I've told the story before, but like he played like seven nation army for some of his friends. It's like, what do you think of that hook? And they were like, meh. <laughs> yeah, really, that's fine whatever kind of repetitive yeah it's all right you know he's like next thing i know i'm in football stadiums you know it's blaring everywhere i go you know he's like but i didn't see it well yeah yeah you never know yeah you never know i mean to this day um one of the most played on the various services that people stream music through songs by country trying to seek friends is quid pro quo hmm. off of the art of murder and i i like that song a lot but when we <laughs> When we first recorded that record, it took until us listening to the mixes that we're like, hey, that's really good. That's Ooh. a good song. Mm-hmm. And like we were all kind of surprised. We're like, oh, yeah. Like I thought that one was okay, <laughs> but it's like, that was really good. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Right. And now it's like, and now it's like, okay, like that's the one that now, granted, that's something to do with the fact that that phrase was a little popular for a while due mm-hmm. to a certain uh, ex president uh, and his antics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, like whatever. Like it's a, it's a really, and I, I think. I'm usually pretty good about identifying which are the ones that are going to connect with people and which are the ones that are just like, you know, holding a place or doing a thing in the context of the record. Right. But I mean, I was totally, I didn't realize until I heard the finished recording. I'm like, Oh, that sounds great. Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And like, you know, that tends to be one of people's favorites for this band. And it's like, Hey, that's awesome. And there's, and the heart, heartbreaking thing is when your one's like, Oh, this is great. This is the one. Like this is the one everyone's gonna like vibe with, and then like it just yeah falls flat, <laughs> right? Or even like like as a fan, I, I've gone through some degree of that. Like the artist that I was really really into, and then you know they try something a little different. They're not even thinking it's gonna be a regular thing, and then it just blows up. Yeah, like, like, oh the, shit. Okay, <laughs> right? are you familiar with the Frames Irish band? No, I don't think so. Oh, great band. I bet you've okay. heard of the singer, though. His name's Glenn Hansard. Have you the movie Once? Like oh, the yeah, okay. musical? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right? He did that movie for, like, his former bass player from the band. He was like, I want to make this movie. Will you be in it? And yeah. he reluctantly was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Right? And he had written the songs, and they had somebody else in it, and then the other guy couldn't do it. And he was like, okay, I'll do it. Like blew up, oh, and yeah. won an Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's hilarious, <laughs> right? And like that, <laughs> all of a sudden, I am a solo artist, right? And I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really happy for him. But then my yeah, favorite yeah. band is no longer not, not doing stuff anymore. Exactly. That, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like, and there there are genres that I enjoy that I'd be like, oh, it would be interesting to write a record of you know this type of music or do whatever but somewhere in the back of my mind it was like well what if you like just made this like breezy easy genre exercise and that became like the biggest thing you've ever done mm. and i'm like right and then i was like i wouldn't be okay with that right it's like the first thing i think of i would be like i would not feel as <laughs> right, good about right. that yeah. as if like you know people in, were engaging with something i put my heart and soul into and 
maybe I shouldn't think that way because because ultimately, who cares, right? As long as it's something you are happy with and stand behind, right? But yeah. I don't know that that it would be a drag, right? You see, yeah, yeah I can see whole, that. I mean, whole th- creative being into a thing, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. then like, and it's like people are like, yeah, that's fine. Oh yeah, but this like you know whatever one off uh, electronic record. Oh, that's amazing. That's the thing. That's <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like uh, even Perry Farrell said about like, uh, you know, he's like, if I have to play the mountain song one more fucking time. <laughs> right. And it's like, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. you go to a Jane's Addiction show, you better hear the mountain song. You, you know, I would be fucking song. pissed exactly. off if I didn't hear mountain song at a yeah. Jane's uh, show. They're, yeah. they're saving it for the encore. You know? Right. But he's just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, night after night after night. Yeah. You know, he's like, come on, we have like, you know, 10 other fucking albums, people. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that too when you're too close to it. But that was my introduction to them too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nothing shocking. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, um, whatever. And there's certain, certainly bands that have been in that position and artists that have been in that position. And, you know, it's, it's what it is. It's, it's, there's always the mindset of like, Hey, it's better to be famous for something that you're not a hundred percent your thing than never having it connect with people at all mm-hmm. too. But, right. I think there's just a, for me, there's like a, I don't think there's anything I do where I won't stand by it. Even if I'm like, ah, you know, it didn't quite do the thing I was meaning for to do or didn't quite get there or whatever. But like, I still stand by like some aspect or part of it. Like I would never be involved with something where I'm like, yeah, this is not, this is not my deal. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. So I think as long as you have that, then you should be fine with it. I mean, it's a minor miracle. Anybody connects with anything at all. Yeah. Really? I mean, I mean, it's, it's like, it's <laughs> yeah. like the fact that like, not that I'm like some big successful artist or whatever, but like, I'm so much more well off than others. The fact that people have connected with any of it so far, you know, it's a minor freaking miracle. Yeah. 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 But in a way, like there, it's really cool that like, I, I found like, I like having friends and being close to people that are making really good music. Sure that not everybody knows about like in you know people are genuine when you're at that level <laughs> if they're not yeah right. their bullshit will probably not be tolerated <laughs> you know long, it, but right. there's definitely and that doesn't mean i don't like want like huge success right for people because mm-hmm. i think they're awesome sure yeah yeah absolutely but i really like having those connections and, and having like that feeling of family right and i you've managed to do that in two different places Right. You've gone from the Bay and now you're in Wisconsin and you've done it twice. And that's kind of a testament to you. Maybe I'll go for the trifecta. Who knows? <laughs> right. Where's pick, next? Pick up, pick up stakes in Branson, Missouri. Here we come. <laughs> there you go. It's the Welcome. Neutron Theater. <laughs> it's, a, it's a review. You can hear all your favorite Code Neutron the Secret Friends and Action Chief and Household God songs. And yeah, there's even a replicator one now and again. Yeah. Even got and the watch out for the encore because they do Louie Louie and it's not to be believed. All right. right. You got the sparkly coat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I already got the look. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm ready for my fat Elvis face. <laughs> Thank God. Hey, you know what? Like, Suspicious Minds is a great tune. Oh yeah, there's a there's a bunch of like good songs from that era. As much as people focus on the uh, the poor eating habits and um, the man's weight, like Mm -hmm. there's some there's some good tunes here. Yes, (laughs) we got a a new Chicago band for you to add to the family. 
Check them out. Big Bird. Big Bird. They're called Big Bird. Big Bird. Yeah. All lowercase with a period at the end. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Just the name has been taken so many times. Uh, But yeah. Yeah. I was going to say they, they, yeah. (laughs) They're just, they're done with names. Uh, But yeah. Just they're looking forward to the cease and desist. Yeah. All right. It's good to have something to look forward to, I yeah. suppose. Yes. Big Big Bird with a period. Are they on Banghamp or something? Yes. Or? Yes. Yep. All lowercase, Big Bird with a period. Uh space between Big and Bird. Yes, Jason Thompson, friend of the show. So good stuff, man. Okay. All right. Good check stuff. Yeah, I'll check them out. They're right up in your neck of the woods. Uh Action Chief Joe, that resurrectionist record mm-hmm. is coming out. You, you guys should uh you guys should check that out when uh, not the least of which, cause I'm putting it out, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, also because it's really good. Like it, they, it's an interesting band. Uh, they're cool. Right on. Uh, are you on the service tip at all? The band service service. Yeah. I listened to some of their stuff, uh, when you were on the road with them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're fucking God, stop. They finally released that goddamn record. They've been mm. tracking for like four years mm. and it's really good. It's one, that's one of my favorites of the year. They're, they're really awesome. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Yeah. How many shows did you play with them? I think not that, like a four or something oh, like that. It wasn't like a crazy amount. I wanted to be 40, but you know, yeah. take what we can get. Right. <laughs> it's nice to be able to do like one, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that that they're really good. That's, I'm trying to think of Juna. The new Juna record is going to be awesome when that comes out. Mm. D-J-U-N-A-H. Juna. It's a silent D. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, fucking just like Donna's old band Beat Run Jewel was spelled all crazy too, and I, I loved them to death. But I was I couldn't remember the band name for a solid year. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's a, that's a problem. Beat B. There's three words. I hate when I do that mm. too. Oh, yeah. there's this band you're really gonna like them. What's their name? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But yeah, Juna. They have um the first record. Came out a little while ago, but yeah, she's tracked the second one. I, I expect that's gonna that's gonna be amazing. Uh, Tropical fuckstorm from Australia. I think you guys already know those those guys, right? Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, they're awesome. Helms of Lee, the new Helms of Lee is amazing. That's great. That's really good. Okay. I'm trying to think. Does anything 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 else? Lighting my fire right now. Lungs always they're consistent. You know, mm. consistently badass. They have not made a bad record yet. I do not expect them to. <laughs> yeah. What other irons do you have in the fire, though? I mean, uh, upcoming shows. Shit, I mean, man, shit isn't that thing. enough? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The upcoming oh, the Deep the Tunnel movie, Project. Uh, Deep Tunnel Project with uh, Mike and John from Tar. No, I'm not in that. I'm just seeing you guys <laughs> oh, check it out. Okay. And Tim from uh, Silkworm is playing bass. All right. Uh, that, that's okay. pretty good. Cool. Uh, you got any shows coming up, though? Yeah. Uh, well, we were going to do a second run with service, but they are um, they had to pull out of that because they're doing a whole big run with this new fancy booking agent they got and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be out in September hey. with a band I really like that is a well-known band. But until it's confirmed, I feel weird about saying something mm-hmm. about it. Okay. But that's going to be that's going to be West Coast. And then will be, mm, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we we right. might we might do some of the Midwest stuff too, but uh, let us know. Yeah, I will. I I I should be. It would since it's September. I should be able to say something about it at this point, but I just can't. And also, 
I don't want to say it lest it not come true. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. That has happened a lot okay. with this band. We'll wait, so, but that's... We'll wait till we hit stop recording. <laughs> oh, right. right. I'll, 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 take, <laughs> I'll take you guys off air because that, that's going to be real useful for the show. Um, but we're going to be, yeah, we're going to get it. We're going to be gone for like a week or week and a half doing that uh, on the West Coast. And then we're going to do, um, there's this thing in Peekskill, New York called One Two Heart You that we're going to do in October. Hmm. And I think we're, we're doing uh, like Detroit, Philadelphia that uh new haven pittsburgh on the way back and probably gonna be it for the year uh i was trying to get out to you guys' neck of the woods this year but i think it's gonna probably be a spring thing at this point tony's moving back to louisville Mm, and i just keep adding on more and more crap for us to do and making an hour for him to do that (laughs) so (laughs) i figure we let him let him move first and then they can uh, work that but one of the things i want to do is i want to bring service over because they're based in indianapolis Mm. is uh yeah bring bring them over you guys next not just to you guys specifically no just us yeah (laughs) yeah Ideally, more than just you guys. No I offense. have a birthday uh, in December, so. <laughs> well, you know, me too. Yeah, it's, it's great. Let's you want to come play my living room? And uh, uh, I've played, I played less. <laughs> I, I played worse for less. There you go. <laughs> I got guitars. I got um, extra guitars, and yeah, we're gonna we'll do my backyard. It'll be Matterwall. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, we didn't. Uh, we played a played Kansas City in. It was actually one of the last shows we played, uh, uh, January of uh, 2020. Mm. Not January, February, whatever. Mm. It was cold. Remember that. But yeah, we'll, 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 I thought it was going to be this fall, but I think it's the most likely scenario is it's going to be the spring. The, the idea is that after Dangerous Nomenclature Shows, we're going to do a lot more stuff. And then ideally, when the split with Lung comes out, which they're finally tracking their piece of in a couple of weeks, um, that we're going to do like, some bigger stuff around them probably. Because they're, I mean, they're like, they just announced their tour dates and it's like, black flag or something mm. <laughs> like it's, oh, wow. it's like it's like it's like they're going to be gone from like september <laughs> to like december, december or something and yeah. it's just like blah, 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 blah. it's like a freaking dictionary like where they had to put the font in like six point type <laughs> to be able to get all the, the dates in wow. uh, which they i mean they deserve it they're they're yeah. um they work incredibly hard and they're great have you guys seen them play yet no have you seen mm-hmm. Link play mm-hmm. yeah they're they're one of my favorites they're Highly recommended to let's see if they're see if they're coming near you guys. It's they're playing every other goddamn place. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing right now that's killing me is like everybody that I want to see is playing at the, the same, same time, time, and I yeah. don't oh, have yeah, like the availability or the money to go to all of them. Mm. It hurts me, and I feel like a dick when I don't go to one. Yeah, like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Not much you can do about that. There's not, and I know people understand, but I feel like an asshole. Well, that's very honorable you know. of you. They're playing <laughs> October 7th in Kansas City. There we go. Let's see. October 6th. Oh, that's Wichita. Never mind. I just, I just saw, I saw the K. <laughs> they, they'll, they'll freaking, they'll play your living room eventually. You know, they're, they're, they're that kind of band. Like, if you, yeah. if you, I love them. They're, they're, uh, they're one of my favorite bands going right now. So hopefully that'll go. But yeah, yeah, other than that, but, we're going to track the rest of the uh, Secret Friends record that probably be 2024, <laughs> maybe over the winter. We're writing more Action Chief stuff. I don't know. Like, we'll see how that goes. Sweet. That turns into something, then it'll turn into something. But we have a whole another record of ideas, and we got this weird kind of like downtime before things step back up in September for Secret Friends. So yeah. trying to take advantage of it while Tony's still here, because logistics is going to be a lot more difficult and probably... Ooh. 
honestly going to be Conan Neutron, the Secret Friends related when he's uh, living in Louisville. So right on. We'll see. But we'll yeah, be never, here. never idle for long, you know. Yeah, we'll be here. We'll keep trying to stay alive. I, <laughs> I will say that <laughs> if you guys like the dangerous nomenclature stuff, you should. You, you, I think you'll be very pleased with what's going to be on the lung split. And the, oh, cool. Because like I said, I, I, I really, again, every artist says that, but I feel like it's the best stuff we've ever done. And it's, uh, I want to hear it. Yeah. Nice feeling. Yeah. Eventually you'll, uh, there's, oh yeah, there's that comp. Uh, we're doing a, basically, you know, since we live in the world mm-hmm. and everything, um, yeah. I'm like, yeah, hey, you hear about the Supreme court guys, you hear about mm. this? Uh, what? No. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're up to How have things. we made it without talking politics? <laughs> well, I was, I, I was going <laughs> to, I wasn't going to jinx it. But <laughs> so the learning curve, well, I think it's actually going to be a Catterwall Society comp. I don't know. The fucking lines are all blurred. But uh, there's going to be another compilation that's going to be for uh, equal rights advocates, uh, ostensibly in uh, defense of uh, a woman's right to choose. And there's going to be a exclusive song on that. that eventually, it's probably going to be on... Uh, the new record, but whatever, that's like a year from now. So mm. by the time that happens, people, you know, it'll be like the road. People are like, Hey, this was on a previous release. <laughs> right. hey, let me, let me get some more of that dog to eat. Mm. Right. That actually the, the least of our concerns is going to be if the <laughs> song had been released before the way I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, uh, it's 130 degrees in the shade, and uh, the <laughs> water right. wars have entered their second year. But uh, yo, this song was released before. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, let's not have that be the note that we ended on. Please. Yeah, we'll be living in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all coming up. You know, more more neutron stuff coming up. Protonics always uh, always going. You know, moving extravaganza is apparently always going to, you know, always going great guest too, by the way, lately. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Stefan Edgerton was really good. I thought that was a big descendants. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That finally came through. Yeah. I really wanted to, I, I saw at one point in time that like uh, the descendants were playing people's yards for like $8,000 and I really wanted to get together the money for that. Yeah. That would, that would be talk about the ultimate flex. Yeah. No shit. Right. In my yard, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like $10,000 for the damage to your home, but. Well, yeah, right. exactly. But you, it, it's for the bragging rights. It isn't right. for the, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah fucking cool but yeah that's about it you know um i think i don't know maybe we'll get restless and start something else but doubtfully but it's 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 i appreciate you guys bringing me on to talk about action chief because so far you're the only ones uh and <laughs> and we really like it <laughs> I, you know what we're not going to be the only ones it's no. really good yeah it's going to take off I'm it's sure. for the people it's for sure you know I, it's it's yeah. i really fucking dig it it's just a, it's so refreshing yeah, it's it's so refreshing here the absurdity is is part of the fun uh for us and i i i like that um any and all dick moves and songwriting arrangement is done and then the uh with the most open of hearts is the best way i can put it (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) yeah and if you know me i mean it's one of those albums like you know listening to in like the first minute in when i hear the hooks that i grin really hard yeah (laughs) you know i'm like yeah that should tell you something that absolutely does. And I appreciate you guys 
so much in all the other aspects and it's always a pleasure to talk to you oh man we appreciate you too yeah so good to catch up and and yeah come back on in the fall yeah yeah yeah. maybe we can finally tell you about the uh things that uh, are supposed to happen (laughs) 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 hopefully they'll have happened by then we'll see All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Undetermined the Podcast. Special guest, the hardest working man in show business since James Brown died, <laughs> Conan Neutron. Thanks for coming on, man. Check out Action Chief. Good shit. For sure. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks, man. Take care.